Welcome to the Kate All Show, Season 1, Episode 3, Developing an Emergency Plan for Your Agency. So no one wants emergencies in business, but when you're working with clients day to day, it makes it much harder to step away from the business when something comes up suddenly. Having had a few major emergencies in my business thus far, I've learned a bit about what works and what doesn't work. So in episodes one and two, I mentioned two major life events that happened in the early stages of my business. The first one was my daughter being diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, and that really stressed to me the importance of an emergency plan in a sudden moment. In fact, I would call it the event that really catapulted me into realizing what it's like to be a team builder, to equip people with the skills and the tools they need to step in at any moment and do the job. In fact, inside my agency, Simple Pin Media, we have standard operating procedures for everything for that exact reason, that at any moment, any one of our team members can have a major life event that allows them to step back and step away from their job. So it sounds kind of morbid, but we say it's like you get hit by a bus moment. Frankly, I know of no stories where people get hit by a bus, but you get the point. We want to make sure that at any moment I can step in or someone else can step in for someone in case of emergencies. Now, this has come to play out in a few of our team members' lives with the loss of family members, sudden sicknesses for children, and we have what's called floater protocol. So that means that someone can come into an account They know all the information about that account and they can easily step into that account specialist position or frankly, any of our leadership positions at a moment's notice if that is needed. And that really came from my experience in the beginning that I want that to be a core tenant of our company, that everybody is allowed to step back and care for the situation that needs their attention. I do not want in any way, shape, or form work to be something that's on someone's mind. We've had a few people step out this year with COVID, have their children be hospitalized with COVID, including myself. And so it's really, really important that you have an emergency plan for the sudden moment. And now there's a second one, and that's a long-term emotional emergency. So for me, that was when we stepped into foster care. We did foster parenting, and I have the whole story recorded. I can leave that in the show notes for you. But that was an 18, no, I'm sorry, 20-month journey that was probably one of the most emotionally exhaustive times in my life, and that required, even after our foster daughter went home to live with her father, required the next year for me to not only emotionally recover, but help her as well emotionally transition. We still do have a relationship with her. We're still in her life all this four and a half years later after it happened. But what that taught me about was you can't power through the emotional emergency, even though Something like a sick child going into a hospital or a sick family member is very tangible. It's something that people can look at and grab onto and go, oh, I see the need. But something that's a long-term emotional emergency is very difficult for people to pick up on. So that means you have to lead it to say, these are the boundaries. 
that I'm going to put in place so that I can emotionally recover. So I'm going to talk about what are the three things that I have learned about developing an emergency plan for your business. And it happened this year as well. My son was hospitalized in June of 2021 with a secondary infection after COVID called Miss C. It was a very, very long week. But given that we had set up so many protocols for Simple Pin, I was able to basically be done and then spend that entire week focused on him and his needs. I slept in the hospital for five days, probably six, because there was also an emergency room visit in there as well. And I needed that space. And had we not set the foundation and had I been so pillar to so many things and there not been SOPs for my job, that would have left our company in this place where it was not able to continue to move without the emergency. So that's why you develop develop an emergency plan so that your agency can continue to move forward. So here's the three lessons that I've learned. One, people will understand that you have a life emergency. I've heard so many people tell me, I've had this major event in my life. I don't want to tell my clients. I don't want them to know what's happening. And that robs them of the ability to understand what's happening in your life. And this is not a, you definitely don't want to lead with your clients to, you're not looking for sympathy. You want to let them know in a very simple email, here's what's happened in my life. How much you share, how little you share is up to you. I would encourage you to go on the little part, but there there you go. But let them know what you're doing to make sure their account is up to date and when you will check in with them next. So what this tells your client is I have had an emergency. I do have coverage for your account and I will make sure to check in next at this point. And that allows the client to be able to understand where you're at a little bit And they also know when they're going to be checked in on again. So if you just emailed your client and you're like, oh my gosh, my kid is in the hospital. It's really awful. It's horrible. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, But I'm really sorry. I can't take care of your account. Don't do that. You want to let your clients know that it is being taken care of and that you will touch base with them in three days. And then if in three days it's still pretty tough for you, you can loop back around and say, Hey, um, this is the situation that I'm still in. I have a team member who's helping me with this. I just wanted to keep you aware of what's happening and how I'm working on your account. I heard someone tell me recently that they had a major life event and they wanted to keep up the momentum and they did not want to stop. And I will tell you that is the fastest road to burnout that you can ever pave for yourself. Do not do that because trying to power through your emotional and tangible grief, it's not worth it, right? And clients understand and they are, they're human. Of course they understand what you're going through. And if you have somebody who responds back to you and is just a complete jerk, then they were probably a jerk in other things before that. You were probably thinking of letting them go before this emergency happened. And if that happens and you need to let them go because they just are not helpful in their response to you, deal with that after you're done with your emergency. The second tip is to get really lean with only what you absolutely have to do. 
please get as lean as you possibly can. This is not the time to create a to-do list just because you like checking boxes. I am a box checking lover, but you cannot do that in this time. List only the things that you absolutely must do in order to keep the business running. Put everything else on the chopping block until you come up for air. This is both important in the short term and important in the long term. If you have a major life event, so here's an example. For my son in June, it was very chaotic. It was very crazy. And as you know, COVID is so new. So this thing called Missy is so new. It was a traumatic five days for our family. And especially traumatic for me having to navigate my time in the hospital with him. And I came home and I did exactly what I just told you not to do is I did not put everything else on the chopping block until I was able to come up for air. I tried to power through with some things and then I hit mid. And in fact, July is my time off month. We'll talk about that in a later episode. But July is normally my time to step back. And I powered through the beginning of July because I was really eager to get to the second half of July for my rest. And there was a lot of underlying traumatic issues that I wasn't dealing with. And come mid-August, I crashed and burned big time. Like I have never in the history of my agency thought, I'm going to shut it down and I'm just going to go figure out what to do. It had nothing to do with the agency. It had everything to do with me. And so I stopped in that moment and I got counseling. That's exactly what I did because I was trying to power through and I was trying to overachieve, which is actually my struggle, is I overachieve in pain to run from the pain. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. So it took me from June to mid-August to realize that and to stop. And I spent half of August and all of September and even still a little bit now with some other, I do Enneagram coaching now, but that took that time for me to be able to take a deep breath and come up for air and say, okay, I have to get well before I can invest. And it was one of the best things that I allowed my life to, best thing for me. It was great which actually leads into number three, build emotional space in your life to allow you to feel the things that you need to feel. Going through the event with my foster daughter, going through the event with my oldest daughter and my son, I, those are life altering events and you need to find space to grieve and you need to find space to process. And so you can still do the work that you need to do throughout the week, but if you have gotten lean and you're only doing your must-dos, I would highly recommend that you see a therapist or a counselor, or you put in time that is just you time. You put in days that don't have any type of meetings on them, but you really stop and you build an emotional space to allow yourself to process. Because again, if you plan to build an agency that's going to go 5, 10, or even 15 years, a legacy type of company, you can't run on empty, and you can't run in a space where you haven't fully grieved or dealt with any of the major life events that you have. If you think about growing an agency 5, 10, or 15 years, you're going to experience something that's really, really big in your life. And if you don't put in these guardrails, you will burn out and it won't go the 15, 10, or 5 years. I did that backwards, but you get what I'm saying. 
So the three things I've learned about developing an emergency plan for your business. One, clients will understand when you have a life emergency. It's okay to tell them in a simple email and let them know what's happened and when you will check in again. Number two, get really lean with only what you absolutely have to do. This is not your dreamer time. This is not your to-do list time. This is just do it. And guess what? If your emails go 48 hours before check, that's okay. And please don't do anything on Instagram. And then number three, build in emotional space for your you to process what you've been through. To take this event that was life-altering and really unpack it and understand it so that you can walk away a better person on the other side. And this is kind of a, a bonus tip about that is, you know what I found is actually when I build in space to emotionally process the things that have been really tough in my life and I do get therapy or extra coaching, I learned so much about myself during those times that I can take them into the next growth of my business. That it's not just something that's just there to help me emotionally process the grief that I've gone through, but it really, really is important to helping you grow more as a person. So that's it. That's how you create an emergency plan for your business. I would love to know if you have any other tips as well. If there's been anything that you've bumped up against that you find that has been your go-to, I would love for you to DM me on Instagram at kateallcoach. That is spelled A-H-L, not A-L-L like the detergent. And I would love for you to share this podcast episode with other agency owners or people who are service providers who are aspiring aspiring to grow an agency. I would love to connect with them and I would love for you to leave a review in your favorite podcast player as well. So with that, we will talk to you in episode four.